The final shiur of Likutei Amarim, part one of Tanya, brings a lot of the ideas that we spoke about together. Let's have a quick recap of 53 chapters. We have the Tzaddik, the Benini, and the Russia. The Tzaddik doesn't battle, the Russia loses the battle, and the Benini battles and wins it as much as they possibly can. And we ask the question, what's the point of it? What's the point of the struggle? Why does Hashem put it through? And from chapter 35 onwards, we spoke about the idea that Hashem Dafka wants us to bring light into this world, the Dura B'tachtoinim, a home in this world. And he quoted from the Zohar this idea that the Shekhinah, God's light, needs to have oil, just like a wick, a, a flame needs oil and a wick to hold it down. So too, we need the ability to hold the Shekhinah down. And how do we hold the Shekhinah down? By doing a mitzvah, specifically with our animal soul. In other words, our animal soul is our animating soul, the soul that gives us vitality and energy. And when I use my mouth, which is vitalized by the animal soul, or my hands, my legs, my heart, my mind to do things that are what Hashem wants, I am literally elevating my body and I'm bringing godliness into this world and transforming it, my natural impulses from bad to good and uniting it with Hashem. And the truth is that the godly soul would not be able to do it without the animal soul. My godly soul cannot put on tefillin. It needs the animal soul as in the body, to do the tefillin with. So basically the soul needs the body, the godly soul needs the animal soul to partner with it, and that is the wick and, and oil that hold the energy down. Now, the, as we just mentioned, oil is the Torah mitzvahs. And this is achieved through true, thoughtful, soulful, and heartfelt engagement in Torah study and mitzvot. And that's how we bring the Shekhinah into us. And the reason we're bringing this up now is because in the past few times, the past few days, we've been talking about the Shekhinah. First temple, second temple, now. But ultimately, it's about taking this all home. Tanya is not a book of esoteric ideas. It's an idea of, of, of life transformation. Now that we understand that the way to bring the Shekhinah into this world is through Torah mitzvahs, and we understand that we need our animal soul to serve as the wick, so to speak, to bring the flame down and to burn up the oil, as in to burn up our lusts and our desires to Hashem, we now have the ultimate message of Tanya wrapping up in all this. What's Tanya here to say? And again, Tanya continues after today's year, but it, to, we move on to very different topics. Understanding godliness, etc. But if you want to say, what did Tanya teach us in 53 chapters? Then we have to go back to the beginning of Tanya. What was Tanya's, what he said in the opening page that we will explain how it's possible ki karov elecha hadavar me'od that we're going to explain how it is possible that 
connecting to Hashem and having love of Hashem is within reach, within our mouth, within our heart, so that we can do it. And we said we're going to find the long, short way. In other words, not a, a quick way that just gets us there, but it, it doesn't transform us, and ultimately we don't actually really get there, but a long way. And we spoke in the last three, 50, 53 chapters about meditations, and we've spoken about reflections, and we've spoken about understanding our psyche and what we're made up of, and the spiritual worlds, and the purpose of life, and the, the need of love and awe of Hashem, and various levels of love. Friends, we've covered so much ground in these 161 lessons. And here we are, wrapping this idea up that it's all about transforming this physical world through the battles that we fight through bringing the Shekhinah into our reality, to our physical world. Well done.